Welcome to Post Doom, regenerative conversations exploring overshoot grief, grounding, and gratitude. I'm your host, Michael Dowd. This is a conversation with Karen Perry, who I met in one of our Post Doom No Gloom discussions that we have twice a week. She'll now be leading a women's circle. And she got us started in this whole field of benefits. What are the benefits, not just of collapse awareness, but collapse acceptance? And this is the 80th conversation in this series that's been going on two and a half years now. And it's a perfect coming around to really the beginning. Because Paul Trefurka, where he talks about finding the gift on the other side of the Kubler-Ross stages of grief, after acceptance, what does it mean to find the gift? What are the, what are the gifts? And that's what this conversation is all about with Karen Perry. It's about the benefits of not just collapse awareness, but collapse acceptance of collapse trusting. Awesome. Yeah, I, I love your openness to have this conversation because it, it feels like a, a piece of the whole situation to me that um, could use some, some more exploration. Uh, I'm totally down on that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been struggling with this benefits of collapse accepted it's 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 beyond aware it's, mm -hmm. it's and i'm trying to actually think of the like 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 what are, are we <laughs> like those of us who are are we're you know we're not gloomy we're not doomy i don't like the doom term um it's not what i feel like i am i'm just a, a very grounded and in this acceptance. Well, you just put your finger on something that I think is really key. And for some reason, it's just a slight word shift, but man, does it make a difference? Because yeah, I mean, I, for the last several years, I've been living my life in the realm of what I call post-doom. Unfortunately, you can't get to post-doom without going through doom, but you don't hang out in doom, you get to post-doom, which is really, it's not collapse aware, it is that, but it's collapse accepting. That's that's the difference. Because a collapse aware, I can be aware and terrified. I can be aware and pissed. I can be aware in all kinds of things. But aware and accepting aware, it's like, oh, it's inevitable. It's certain this is happening. And then what are the benefits in my life and in my relationships based on that? So I think that's that just the way you just language that, that's key. It's not just... The benefits of collapse awareness it's benefits of collapse acceptance yeah because we're not you know doomers like right. it, that's not it it's it's something else so give me your thoughts i'll i'll yeah. probably be taking some notes but also i'm recording this so yeah so i have what i've done is i've written basically concepts and then i have examples of these of these concepts right that you know kind of makes sense to me but obviously everybody in their own acceptance of this is going to have other examples for me this feels like something to offer um to help people expand the understanding and and the acceptance and and finding that place of balance and um and, and because to me it's all about okay you know, sure, you can look at all these stats and studies and calamities that are happening and you can talk about them over and over again, but eventually you get to that place of, okay, so now what? Right. So 
what? What do I do with this right. information? And right. as somebody who's been trying to share this information like you have, and we've been trying to do this for over a decade now, um, that's been a wall we've kind of run up against. It's like right. you can give this amazing presentation of all of it, and but but yet if there's not that like, okay, and what do I do now? Right. So this is really, I, I, I love this conversation because it's, it's really helping, I think, advance that concept of what do I do now? And, you, and freeing you from thinking you have to live being miserable all the time. Well, no, that's exactly it. I mean, people so often think that they're just gonna wallow in despair and anguish and grief and pain. Um, and I think that one of the things that one of the things that keeps more people from fully looking at collapse and coming to acceptance is because nobody's fucking articulating the benefits. Nobody's right. articulating that. Right. Yeah. And so when you spin the cube and you look at it in this whole new way, um, I know you love the Don't Look Up film and um we watched it for the second time the other night. Um, like, like one of the concepts to me that was so clear was the people who spent their, what I call global hospice time, their like, you know, um, awareness of this impending situation. They spent it either completely denying it or working their ass off to fight it which I was also like, uh, is that really where you want to spend your time? Right. Or there were a few of them who were, who were like, hey, you want to have sex? Let's go do that. Like that looks like a fun thing to do. And you know, that, that's the group of people that I most closely align right. with. I, I, I actually kind of, I wrote this at the end of my list, but I'm gonna, I'll share it with you now because sure. it, it, it feels like it fits. Um, and I'm working on, still working this all out. So maybe you can help me with this concept, but I, I'll just read it how I wrote it. We owe it to all the sacrifices the planet has made on our behalf to at least enjoy the time we have left to be loving and kind and joyful, not curmudgeon-y worry warts, whining and complaining. We have so much and have been given and taken so much that the least we can do we can do is enjoy it and put goodness back into the collective coherence. That's really, really well said. That's great. Um, I want to read you something I just encountered this morning on Reddit Collapse. How changing my mindset from wildly hopeless to wildly grateful has helped me cope with collapse. I am one person, one single human. I alone cannot fix all the problems leading to collapse. And I don't see a group organizing to do whatever it takes to prevent collapse from happening either, even if it were possible. I have pivoted from feeling wildly hopeless to wildly grateful. The first half of my life has been spent enjoying the comforts of Western life, something I've taken for granted until just recently. 
Accepting collapse also includes realizing how special those modern day comforts really are. Safe running water, reliable electricity, comfortable furniture, Western medicine, kitchen appliances, washer dryer, a car, internet access 24 seven, food still in the grocery store, trash pickup, soft linens, pillows, soft pillows, all of it. The majority of human beings that have ever lived on this planet did not have all those luxuries at their disposal. Accepting collapse meant accepting that a lot of those comforts will go away in the future, perhaps the near future. I have zero control over that. I can't force corporations or governments to operate in ways that will not kill humanity. Besides, was, was us having all that bullshit sustainable anyways? Obviously not, because we're actively watching collapse happen. It's taken the exploitation and suffering of countless human beings, mostly POC, I don't know what that is, POC, I don't know, and underdeveloped countries. Oh, people of color. Yeah, mostly people of color in underdeveloped countries and the, the earth itself to make it possible. Instead of feeling hopeless, I'm working now on feeling grateful that I won the where I was born lottery and have enjoyed the level of comfort that I have. Most human beings that have ever lived throughout all of human history couldn't imagine the state of luxury and convenience that I've been living my entire life. So I feel grateful because I know one day it will drastically change and I won't have the same level of comfort anymore. And that could be soon. Also, daily meditation practice for me is crucial. Edit. So he, he wrote this after he had written that. I'm so grateful that this has brought so many people a little bit of joy. I've really been struggling with a dark depression after becoming collapse aware. I've realized that I'm useless to myself, my family and friends and society in that state of mind. Suffering from depression about collapse keeps me from being actually able to do anything about it, even, even if just locally. If this can help even one person create a light at the end of the tunnel for themselves, then it was worth the hate. I knew I'd get by sharing it in this sub. Uh, he, he shared it on Reddit Collapse, where he didn't get any hate. He got gazillions of positive comments. So yeah, that's that's awesome. I could have I could have pretty much written that whole thing. That's, yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's yeah, exactly what I'm saying. In fact, um, on my list, I uh, well, we can just do the list, but yeah, go for it. When yeah, so we'll get to we'll get to gratitude because it's on my list. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, number one benefit of being uh, of collapse acceptance benefits yeah. of collapse acceptance. Number one I have written is freedom. Yeah. The freedom to let go of things you think you need to do or you should do it opens many doors while shutting others and others that you might want to just be happy to say good riddance to those doors. So an example could be, you know, you don't have to work so hard to build that retirement account. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's huge freedom in that. Yes, um, exactly. You could choose to live how and where you want to if you have the ability to do that. Yes. Um, if you're free to, if you have more freedom, you don't have to build that castle that you think you have to build, you know. No, that but that, I like that. And I, and I like the, uh, 
you know, freedom and then freedom from and freedom to. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, So number two is more urgency to plans, for example, like it's like urgency is number Mm -hmm. two as a benefit. Um, Example, take that trip, quit that job, learn that new thing, have that baby, um, get married, get divorced, sell that house, buy that house. Like, you know, we're always like, well, maybe I should wait and take my time. And it's like, no, it's, you get to add the benefit of urgency. But to me, that's a benefit because I feel like, um, you know, this whole, oh, I've got 10 years, 20 years. Oh yeah, no, exactly. That off. Um, All right, number three, parameters. It adds new parameters to your decision-making which is kind of like the number two, but I think it's a little bit different. So yeah, yeah. Uh, here's an example. I have a friend who um, has a history of cancer in the women in her family, and she's gotten some tests to let her know that when she's in her 50s, she has a you know 50% chance or more likelihood of having breast cancer or maybe having ovarian cancer. So she's just turned 40 and she's considering having this elective surgery to have a double mastectomy and to remove her ovaries and her fallopian tubes and everything and put her into instant menopause and all this stuff. And so I kind of said to her, well, how does collapse thinking fit into that? (laughs) Like maybe you won't even make it to 50. So maybe that puts a whole different parameter on a decision like that. Um, Having a baby or not having a baby. Maybe you're like, you know, on the fence and having this collapse acceptance gives you much, much different parameters with which to play in. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. And then something as simple as like, should I eat that donut? (laughs) And you're like, yes, you know what? I'm going to have that donut. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Yeah. um, Number four benefit, um, present moments. I think collapse acceptance just has an automatic focus on today on what's right in front of you and i've found i don't actually even need a daily medit a, a meditation practice to be present because i am our, my acceptance has me in yeah. that state of presence yeah. yeah that's how i've structured my life now to live every day like i'm grateful and i'm on i try to live like i'm on vacation and i'm having the time of my life and doing the things that i want to do and mm-hmm. um being very present to the creatures around me and 
Um, I, I, I couldn't have that without understanding truly how collapse, collapsy we are. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Um, so that leads into five gratitude, which is just exactly what you just read that the guy wrote, um, mm -hmm. you know, it just forces being gratitude being grateful for all that you have you can't wow. be in collapse acceptance and just not feel this intense amount of gratitude when you get up every day and you look out and you're like oh okay things are still working awesome i can still go to the grocery store and um yeah there's gas at the gas stations cool you know you just, exactly exactly like, you just can't not be grateful and living from a place of deep gratitude is is huge as a pathway to just change your life and just yes. feel better every day. Yes, um, amen. That's an. I mean, without collapse acceptance, you know, we would be much better off if everyone was walking around in a true state of gratitude. But right, but there's something about the imminence of finality, the and yeah. or or the imminence of things that you currently have you won't have in the not too distant future that allows you to cherish them while they're here right yes yep. and it's like you said with you know a cancer diagnosis if you really frame everything as if you have been given six months or three months three months or a year or whatever and you're really living with this whole different reality yep. mindset it completely changes your focus and totally. for many with many good benefits yeah that was that was my personal experience when i had cancer 12 years ago yeah so you know firsthand um six calmness grounding balance is a benefit when you get to this accepted place you're just you just find this sense of calm yeah. and rounding underneath you and like i, I my, here's an example like world calamities right like things come up you know my parents are always like can you believe xyz happened and i'm just like yawn yeah, yeah i, totally, I can totally believe. Yeah. calmly exactly fully understand it it doesn't rattle me I'm not like, <gasps> in a, well, that's, you know. yeah. And that's actually been one of the huge ones for me in understanding and studying for a lot of the last five, six years, studying the rise and fall of civilizations and the common patterns on the way down really has allowed me to open up the, actually, I don't see a newspaper, but you know, I, the news online or however I find out about what's happening in the world that could be if i didn't have this awareness hair pulling like oh my god how can this be happening but it's like yeah look at that this is exactly how it, it typically happens in, in in declining empires and collapsing civilizations and you know i'm more likely to reach for the popcorn than i am pull my hair out and i i love the benefit of of just being able to stay calm yep and be the person walking on the deck of the Titanic who's like, I got this. Exactly. 
<laughs> yes. Um, so number seven, I wrote community, um, localism. Um, it just, that col collapse acceptance, it just, you can just focus on what is right around you. Yes. And how you can affect change right where you are and participate in what's going on, but, but be released from that feeling of control. Right. Like you have to control it or yep. anything yep. else. That's been our experience anyway, as a benefit. Yep. Because, um, I know that this, it, the whole thing is global and, you know, shit is hitting the fan everywhere. And it's not that I don't care, but it's that it doesn't really matter to my life. What right, matters exactly. to my life is the fact that, you know, we had a fire um, in August come practically to our doorstep that, you know, everybody is still rattled and dealing with. And we had, you know, huge storm damage from this crazy snow event that took out trees on everybody's property. And where Jordan is today is working on a neighbor's property with two of our adult sons to help him clean up and deal with you know, this calamity of, of that's right here in our right. community. That's where our focus is. Right. Um, and so to me, that's a benefit. I completely agree. Yeah. And number eight is release from superhero savior complex. Superhero. I love this benefit. As a, as somebody who came through the shoot through the activism world and got arrested at the White House protesting the Keystone XL pipeline and got arrested at Chevron refinery, refinery in Richmond next to Bill McKibben and um, who was at Occupy and have been in the streets raising my fist and, you know, doing all that. I'm like, oh, this is a huge benefit. I don't have to fix it. I don't have to save it. I don't have to solve it. And I don't have to fight it. Yes, I exactly. Exactly. Let go and, yep. and be released of the guilt and all that that goes along with yep. uh, feeling this like superhero thing. Super, we have. Yep. Yep. Superhero savior complex. I love it. Yeah. Um, number nine is a heightened connection to the universe and yes. creator and other creatures. Um, you just, it just automatically leads to a thinking beyond yourself and how yep. connected to the all that we are. And, yep. um, you can't not look into another creature's eyes and just see same, same. And yeah. Yes, another human, but also another. Amen. Human, you know, yep. we got to, I got to see a fox here the other day out on our daily walk and just had this like eye to eye, like yeah. connection. And you just, you, 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 you can go there, but you can't go there far enough without collapse acceptance and leads to number 10, which is increased empathy. Yes. Um, for for others 
who are suffering um, with dominant culture, like other humans who are, you know, I'm not I'm not saying, you know, collapse aware or accepted, but just, you know, right. anyone, I mean, like everybody's feeling collapse, everybody's experiencing collapse, you know, there's, most can't articulate it yet and put the finger on that, that that's what it is, but you know, everybody's feeling it. And so I just feel like empathy much more, you know, if someone's exactly. like pissed and flips me off on the freeway, I'm just like, oh yeah, collapse sucks. I getcha. <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. you're just, you, you just have so much more empathy. And then, and then, you know, of course, like we were just talking about the other creatures. I mean, you're right. just like, oh, so cool that you're just like running around living your life and 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 yay and yet i also share this like uh like it sucks like what's happening to you too right exactly and then 11 um this one's huge to me because i just feel like the and i'll just say it the liberal progressive crowd if they could get more connected with this one it would to me it would be game changing but it's recognizing your privilege yes uh, yep. a huge benefit is recognizing the privilege that you have and then using it if you have it in other words if you're sitting on that big giant retirement account like why are you still invested in the stock market and haven't like started to pull it out and spread it around yeah. in whatever way you can to use yeah. it to free yourself, to free your family, to give back to your community? Um, you know, you don't have to hoard it. Yes. Um, it. It's like jumping off the Titanic with, you know, a big two suitcases filled with money and gold. It's like, what a waste. Yes. Like if, if you have privilege in the game still and you're, and you're collapse accepted, then you can understand, oh, <laughs> this is what I should be doing with it. Not, not thinking I have to hoard this, save it for 20, 30, 40, whatever years that won't be here. Exactly. Um, and that's to me like a critical component for the younger generation because yes, yes. anybody who has privilege in their family and isn't using it to help out the youngsters, um, I'm, I'm just like, I have yep. no respect for you. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yep. Um, and that's what we're doing with our kids with the limited privilege that we have but but I, I shouldn't say limited that's ridiculous I mean we have so much we 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 purposefully quit our jobs you know 10 years ago quit our jobs cashed out our retirement funds put them into the place where we live so that we could not have a mortgage and could just have you know shelter without having to worry about anything other than the property taxes and you know fixing whatever breaks but um, and, you know, we're not like, we haven't tied our kids to the whipping post to say, go get that job, go get that retirement account, you know, go, you know, we're like, no. how, old, how old are your kids? Um, so Jordan's three are 25, 22 and 17. And my two are 
23 and 21. Okay. So yeah, we've, we dramatically changed our lives in many ways. When when we, when we moved here, bought this place, it was, we, you know, we brought everybody together, all the kids and tried to, yeah, do this whole experiment and living differently. Um, a la Guy McPherson's permaculture death trap story, kind of yeah, <laughs> along right, the right, right. tried all that the chickens, the ducks, the you know, intensive permaculture, and you know, just right. ran ran that experiment to its uh, conclusion. And this was like, nope, eject. That's that's not that's not the ticket. Um, so we're our current our current version is this kind of feral we call it finding feral and rewilding and this like wild more wild food forest type concept and um yeah but i felt like first we really had to like strip it all out we we um and almost learn like this whole other language to become like much closer to the wild and free creatures that we are Mm to then be able to be more like able to go in and out of dominant culture. Um, I don't know. We could go yeah. on with that. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I get it. But um, yeah, so, okay. Number 13 or 12 is making amends. Making amends, yes. Yeah. Um, when you're accepting all this you're like ah okay i've got to do this make these amends so giving back to the community of life as one way you know um i've got what we call the the treat stump um outside our fence perimeter where i put all kinds of things for the deer and other creatures that come by and you know we feed the birds and you know i love what connie's doing with the trees um after the fire here, I collected tons of acorns on our property and took them out into some of the major burn areas and tossed out all these acorns because I was like, oh, I want to, you know, try to give back something. Right, exactly. So making amends, we know whatever that means to you, whatever rights, right. you, wrongs you feel you need to write, um, you know get ready to kind of die and have your bags packed ready to go type of yes. thing yep. not like oh i can put that off for a much for a long time yes 13 um more comfortable with death yes that's a huge benefit that i think everyone can gain wisdom from being more comfortable with death i know you love jenkinson and his work and yeah he's phenomenal and um i don't know have you have you tripped into caitlin doty no oh she's so good she has this book called um smoke gets in your eyes and other lessons from the crematory and she's she's just she's so awesome and she also has a ask a mortician youtube channel okay um she's just has this amazing dark humor and she goes into everything about the death industry and how death phobic this whole culture is and how you know we really need to to change everything related to that her book is fabulous 
Okay. Um, 14, uh, letting go of control to yeah. me is a benefit and worrying less. And, and it, an example to me of that is stopping trying to pass a purity test. Yes. So often in the environmental movement, it's, and, and, you know, I've, I've gotten caught up in this, like, oh, ethical shopping. Oh, I need like, you know, I can't buy this because of its packaging or, you know, you just like go down these like ridiculous rabbit holes of like trying to, you know, we were energy activists and talking about fossil fuels and, you know, driving our suburban to go to, you know, these, these protest events, but I was like, you know, none of us chose this system. Right. I mean, you, and there is no purity test to pass. Um, and so you just let go of these yes. things. Yes, and, yes. And just worry less when you're in collapse acceptance. Yep, yep. And then 15, I, I have written as a global hospice time. Um, we've kind of touched on that earlier, but I'm like, just, you know, have more fun. Like, yeah. that's a huge benefit of this. Like, you're like, oh, I don't know if I, if I really deserve to have fun or if I should just, you know, go play or be on big, big, you know, act like I'm on vacation. I'm like, yeah, you, you actually should do that. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> like, enjoy your time. And again, that feeds into where we started with me saying, you know, if we've created this incredibly disastrous scenario for our planet and all the rest of the creatures, it just seems very disingenuous to then also just be miserable on top of all of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, read, read to me what you started out reading again. We, we owe it to all the sacrifices the planet has made on our behalf to at least enjoy the time we have left to be loving and kind and joyful, not curmudgeony worry warts, whining and complaining. We have so much and have been given and taken so much. The least we can do is enjoy it and as a result, put goodness back into the collective coherence. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. Additionally, it's just this idea, this concept of your, you get to live a full and complete life now. This is the yes. other thing I want to mention because I hear this so much from the whining and the complaining about all of this, like, oh, you know, this child is only going to get to live to be seven or 20 or, you know, 30, or I can't go there because I have grandchildren and all of this. And I'm like, no, a complete life is a complete life, whether you're five or 10 or 15 or 20 or 80, you know, it's, there's a completeness to, to living your full life now though yes not in this like i'm gonna do that down the road mode yep 
Yep. And I don't know exactly where this fits in, but it's so important to me that um, I don't know if I could slot this in as a benefit, but it's just something I really want to continue to discuss also is this normalizing of collapse and collapse language and, you know, moving away from the lying and the dishonesty and the hiding in the shadows and feeling afraid and intimidated to um, speak up. And I'm, and it's, that's different from preaching and proselytizing because I totally get that. Like that's, that's not the thing, but it's, it's not allowing ourselves to be intimidated to the point where we can't speak our truth and we can't say if there's an opportunity to just inject into a conversation you know mm, well i don't know that that's really going to work because you know we're all in collapse or just like in more like matter of fact not confrontational not debate oriented but just um and I, it's hard to think of examples, but I, I, I think that that's a critical piece because yeah. um, if more and more people understand that there's benefits and can feel comfortable with it all, then I think the normalizing will just occur naturally. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I actually feel very strongly about that last one. Uh, well, all of these have been great, but yeah, that I mean, it's more what this is in service to to my mind and heart and sort of my prophetic side i want to call out as um good people moral people amazing people great people who are unknowingly participating in geological scale evil by ignoring collapse or denying it because then we don't attend to those few things that we need to do to avoid being evil on a geological time scale but we also don't live our full lives while we have the time which is all the things you just outlined yeah these yeah. are all great things to do if the world's not collapsing that's exactly but 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 being aware kind of like being accepting of your own mortality and that you could die in the next five years or the next two years or the next six months um yeah. it, it 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 makes it all it brings it all front and center and makes it much easier to live that way because you're not likely to just put it off exactly and, yep. and, and so having this knowledge just it helps it just puts everything in a different frame Yep. And I think that's really a good thing. I yep. think it can really lead to a huge quality of life. I I am so grateful for my collapse first awareness and then acceptance because yes. I feel like I'm just living a much freer, um, more real, more connected to all the creatures around me, um, more in tune with the privilege that I have, just less distracted uh, yep just just so so grateful and it's taking work oh my yes. god it's yeah. not 
it's not an easy shoot to go through. Right. And um, I hear that in our discussion groups a lot, you know, this like projecting onto other people. And um, I mean, you, you say this too, like if you get somebody, if you feel you're responsible to get somebody closer to this information, then, you know, be prepared for them to be, you know, having a hard time for six months or a year or whatever it might take. And, and, you know, I've listened to you say that and I've been like, yeah, okay, I get that. But then I'm like, okay, but each of us in this discussion group got here some way. No, exactly. And I'm, and I would like to think that everybody in the group would say, especially if we had this benefits conversation would say, yeah, no, I'm actually, you know, happy that I'm here. I'm, I'm glad that I have this, this knowledge. And so I like to think that there's room to see how these benefits could, could spread to others and, you know, make for ultimately a kinder, gentler place. Um, and I think it actually is, interestingly enough, kind of on the shoulders of us who do, in fact, get it and are accepted with it because um it's kind of it's almost seems disingenuous to have this information and then like just keep hiding with it yeah i and i'm my natural inclination is always has always been to always try to share this perspective Partly because I've intuited much of what you've articulated in these 15 points. Some of them I've even articulated exactly or very similar. But because this has been my experience, is that I wouldn't want it's kind of like that scene in The Matrix where Neo says, I can't go back or whatever. And Morpheus said, No, but would you really want to? It's like once you understand this and begin to experience some of these benefits, I'm hugely grateful for that I got here. And I, you know, so I, I sometimes, and I appreciate your challenge on this because I agree with you. I sometimes say things as a way of inviting people to be a little less judgmental of their friends for not accepting it. Yeah. Whereas I'm not incur I'm not saying don't share some things and see if they're ready for this. Like that's why I've created some of these videos, you know, like collapse in a nutshell is like, use that as a video and see if your friends or family or whatever are open to this. If they are by God, yeah, here's some other resources. It's just, it's the anger or the, the bitterness or the frustration that people experience when nobody in their life wants to listen to them. That's what I'm trying to counter or cushion or offer you know a few people could like change their lives because of understanding this information like like for the good like i hear hear this in the group a lot like people are also like oh somebody's gonna get more suicidal and they're gonna be more drug addicted and i'm like or maybe they're gonna this is gonna be the most freeing thing that ever happened to them to actually put meaning and purpose to their life now yes i mean yes are miserable and drowning and suffering and feeling collapse and you know just because you can't articulate it and it doesn't mean you're not feeling it and experiencing it so right exactly so so, you know it could be like there's tons of people that could end up feeling like me like oh my gosh i don't have to worry about building a castle in a retirement account 
Yeah, no, I'm, I, I don't I'm, have I'm, to be all like pent up if I want to go have some sushi. Ooh, <laughs> have the sushi. Like <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm 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 so with you. Uh, because that has been for me, it's been an almost entirely net positive. The way I see it, I I I think it's going to like just hit everybody so fast, so quick. I mean, when we don't have internet anymore, I mean, we're done. We've got like three days of food and, you know, it's like, I, 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 right. Right. So right. That's the other part of it. Like that's like the letting go and like the, just being like, if you want to go learn some skills of how to like, you know, grow some food and chop some wood. Great. Do that. But if you're like super happy with the latest Pokemon game, I don't know. Enjoy. <laughs> I love your attitude. Thank you. That's very, it's a corrective. 